One night, one goal. Stop suicide. Register today for the overnight and join thousands in Washington, D.C. on June 3rd as we walk 16 miles from dusk till dawn to stop suicide. Start your journey today at theovernight.org. Shot Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome back to the Shop Through the Chart Music Review Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ponce. And I am AC Ponce. And we are here at Top 5 Episode. Top 5 Songs of 1996. Literally, there's one more episode after this, which is like our bonus episode. And that's it. The season is over. Season 7 will be... A rat. Can you believe we've done seven seasons of this? No, I can't. That it seems it's been two years, right? This is the third year? No. No, this is yeah, this is the third year. That is insane. We started in 2017. Just September. just because you were like, hey, I was thinking maybe we should start a podcast. Hey, I'm broke and have no money. I want to spend time with my girlfriend. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was, honestly. <laughs> It's like I need I need some sort of I need some sort of something to to uh, to get to spend more time with you <laughs> for free for free. Well, Although I mean, I mean it I didn't end up being free. Yeah, I had to pay for a microphone. Yeah, and you know what's funny? The ones that we use now, which we like better, is were cheaper combined than getting well. I did, the blue. I did have a gift card for my birthday. That oh yeah, <laughs> that you were like, when am I ever going to use this gift card? Yeah, that happens a lot on our dates. You just have random gift cards with like excess money on it. Kind of, it's it's sort of strange. That happened when we went to IPIC. Yeah, it's like oh, I, I have semblance of money. <laughs> and um, you're like, oh wait, I have to pay the difference. Yes. <laughs> um, so guys, if you're joining us on the live, we thank you for 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 joining us. Um, we are going to go through our first segment here. Yeah. Before we do any reviewing, we'll do that uh, later on in the show. But like I said, we have songs number number five to number one of the 1996 year-end Hot 100. Um, oh, for those yeah. of you who have not listened to the rest of the season, our backlog or you know our, our recordings are... Uh, Found everywhere. Fi- well, anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, yeah, anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't know what else to say about that. Um, but no, it's been it's been an interesting journey through 1996. We've got we caught a sneak peek of 1997 on accident. Yes, because honestly, I don't even remember. I it thought anymore, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. So, um, but anyway, what have you been listening to lately, or what have you got going on musically <laughs> since yesterday? Since yesterday, yeah. We, um. Well, today, uh, this morning, we kind of had a little, like, scare. Yes. Uh, so... I, w- I was gonna... I was wondering, like, how deep you wanted to get into this, so... No, I mean, uh... So, musically, just to, like, answer your question, like, I've just been really listening to, um, my worship playlist, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a song by Elevation Music, uh, called Never Lost, mm-hmm. uh, so I listened to that this morning, um... Quick story, didn't feel much baby movement this morning, and I was starting to get worried, mm-hmm. so I was like, hey. Yeah, we gotta go. Hey, I think Time we should go. go to the hospital. Uh, and so, just to keep my spirits up, 
I needed to put on some worship music because I was just yeah. Yeah, you. Were, my brain was not yeah, my you, friend at that moment. Right, so. you were not. You were not feeling too hot. Yeah, at that so, time. So yeah. I mean, I not to say that I wasn't at least a little worried, mm-hmm. but you know, I I definitely wanted to go just to give you the peace of mind mm-hmm. um, and myself the peace of mind. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't know. Why I'm just singling you out there. I, I too was a, a little bit worried, <laughs> yeah. but. It's better that we went right and found out. Hey, it's he's doing all right. Yeah. Then us yeah. not go and us worry for the right. rest of the day. And everything was so, good. So uh, we did. We did end up not going to church. Yeah. Just to kind of be closer to home and yeah. You know, if anything changed and anything like that, yeah. we wanted to be just ready to go again. Yeah. Because we, we needed to. Yeah, we're literally like ten, fifteen minutes from the hospital. Yeah. That I'll be delivering at, so... Right, and, we and we're in the home stretch, so... Yeah. It, we'd rather be safe than sorry, you know? Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks until... So, yeah. Until uh, this kid comes around. I'm ready. Uh, Are you ready? I am. Uh, yeah. I, st- I feel like I still have some stuff to do, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think that's the feeling we're always going to have. Yeah. I mean, I I've had that feeling even before... You got pregnant, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> we just always have stuff to do. Right. Um, so. What have you been listening to? So I kind of got caught up in, I kind of got, went down a, a wormhole uh-huh. on YouTube. Always a fun time. Always a while fun time. While you're doing your research for the episode? Well, while I was doing my research and also while I was doing laundry earlier. Oh, okay. We, we totally would have done this sooner in the day, but yeah. I I had to, I had to get some chores done. Yeah. Um, I did laundry. Yes. I emptied out the fridge. I oh, yeah. I will be doing the second I, round of laundry. Hopefully, I he can make the spaghetti. Wash the dishes. Oh, yes, spaghetti. Yes, I'm yeah. ready for that. Um, but so while I was doing that, I was kind of, I went down a Vox earworm wor- oh, yeah. wormhole. Um, so for those of you unfamiliar, there is a video series or... Not think, quite a... Yeah, yeah video series. series yeah. yeah. Um, on YouTube... Uh, by Vox, the channel's Vox. They do a bunch of different, different like they like deep dive on specific topics. They're like video articles. Yeah, is the best way I can describe. I it. I like it. But they, there's one specific for music, and it's it's called Earworm. Um, it's it's produced sure, and right. created by um, what is her name, Estelle Caswell. Yes. Um, who I I hope one day we can have a, have as a guest on the show. Um, just because the the research that she does and the articles that she puts together for for that are great, um, the first video that kind of sent me down the wormhole was talking about uh, Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. and and the song Sir Duke. And I've always loved Stevie Wonder. I think the first time I ever listened to him, I was about eleven years old. I I, I accidentally found. <laughs> Instead of finding, you know, a stash of you know nudie mags, I found I found the Stevie Wonder CD. <laughs> wow. Um, right. But yeah, so no, I found I found a Stevie Wonder CD, which I, I love Stevie Wonder. It was like one of his greatest hits, and mm-hmm. he was talking about how how um, even though the song Sir Duke isn't quite a jazz song, there's a lot of music theory incorporated into it mm-hmm. that pays a lot of tribute to. Um, that pays a lot of tribute to to jazz and jazz music, um, and that's another thing that I've been getting into a, a lot lately. I've been watching a lot of videos about music theory, okay, and just like chord progressions and pentatonics 
scales and chromatic to, scales and like I think there was like a class that was called music theory oh in, yeah in my college and I wanted to take it as an elective but obviously it wasn't going to help my design degree so I, had, I didn't do it I I had a fair amount of friends mm-hmm. in high school take AP music theory Nathan actually took it I, I have one of my other friends who took it um, it's my a really it's a really interesting subject just kind of going around and like like sometimes you think people just write songs by you know mm-hmm. kind of throwing right. things up against the wall and seeing what sticks and yes right. that's true for a lot of songs right. but there are some people who are just so technically yeah. um, technically I mean, skilled I mean it's an art you know yeah so, for sure so in that sense you know they're really specific about like how they have how their process works. right right it's kind of like you have people who can I don't know. I, I don't know what Excuse the me. what the proper I guess there are people who can just go out and, and act and then there are people who, who like break down mm. I don't know, it's just a weird way of looking it, but it's it's it makes a lot of a lot of it makes a lot of sense as far as like what sounds good in a song and you know what what notes go where mm-hmm. and not even necessarily what goes where but how it can how certain notes and chord prog- progressions can can play lead, off of each other yeah can can set certain moods and that yeah. sort of thing so anyway but without like, getting too nerdy that those are the kinds kinds of things i've been into lately i like the one about where the at least a segment of the video that talked about jay dilla uh, yes. and just the way that he didn't he didn't necessarily <laughs> keep you know he didn't want a perfect beat essentially right Right. He kind of made his masterpiece around like, okay, this is the this is the outline I want mm-hmm. for it to and how I want it to sound. Right, and here's the source but, and all yeah, that. And, but other like other than that, I don't want it to be perfect. I don't want it to be you know perfectly aligned every right. time. Right. Which is interesting because I don't think there's a lot of artists that do that and can make it work. I mean the the trend now, especially when when you're dealing with like a lot of digital and computer stuff, it's mm-hmm. like. It can get very robotic, right? Right. To have the kind of, I don't know, if foresight's the right word, mm-hmm. but to have the kind of, you know, artistry, I guess is the better word, to be like, you know, here are the rules. Let me bend them to find to find something that's going to be significantly more um, artistic. You know, it may not. It's not going to be a song that's going to shoot through the charts, right? But artistically and technically speaking. Um, you know, it, it's it's. It'll have some sort of lasting power because I feel right. like you know, true artists will kind of gravitate towards it. it. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Right. Like that song that we reviewed yesterday. Check out our uh, newest episode going live on Wednesday. This Wednesday, yes. Um, new episode dropping then. But yeah, I think that with, I don't know, like what was it, six years, that before she had actually like put the song yeah. out. Yeah. You know, it kind of lends to the artistry right you know how good it is that it has that lasting power that six years later it can still be relevant yeah you know um and then the the one that definitely i'd watch this video a million times over and over but just talking about kanye west style of Mm -hmm. producing and using the human voice as as a as an instrument rather than you know just the human voice right. and not even just using it to you know create 
pitches or you know to 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 express lyrics but yeah. to even use it as a bass line or to right. use it as the drum line mm-hmm. you know using the human voice in that way if you have the time yeah. if you you're bored if you're bored ever I um, mean not even if you're bored like it's just a genuinely good yeah. you know right series to watch just how how Kanye uses his voice to to create music mm-hmm. is just it's super interesting. I really like the way that uh, she explains everything. Yeah. In a way that, you know, the people who are not musically inclined right. can understand. Right. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the stuff that I've been been into lately. Um, kind of. And then I, I, I noticed, you know, we talked about it last, last episode. Um, I haven't, yeah, yesterday. I haven't had a chance yet, but I definitely want to try and start listening to a bit more blues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just because you know, like I said, uh, well, you guys wouldn't know this on the on the. You'll, you'll on find the out on Wednesday. You'll find out on Wednesday, but apparently, um, I I like blues music, but I, I for some reason I never. It was so weird that it was like such a revelation to you. Yeah, Be- because like a lot of the artists that I that I do like, Mm -hmm. and one of my all-time favorite songs, which I talk about in in the last episode, Mm -hmm. is kind of a bluesy song. And the artists that aren't getting as much play in my everyday playlist, Mm -hmm. but I have a high appreciation for them, are kind of these bluesy artists. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's it's been interesting. I I have to kind of deep dive into that and see what all that's about. You know what? Uh, After watching, well... I wasn't watching you watch the videos. That's mm-hmm. weird. I was watching the videos with you. But uh, I realized that I really want to like start listening to like jazz music. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, it's just soothing. Yeah, I mean, there's, nice. I mean for me... I, mean, I like some I, weather, weather channel background music. Well, you're talking about smooth jazz? Yeah. You're talking Kenny G stuff? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I there are some... I have an appreciation. There, there are some good smooth jazz songs, but I mean, I can't listen to that for too long or else I'm going to fall asleep. Could be therapeutic and calming. I feel like you always have to have your mind racing. Like, you're always trying to do more than one thing at a time. Yeah. And like, maybe if you just let yourself relax. I can't do that. I won't allow myself to do that. You are your mother's son. I am. I am. Um, But yeah, so... Anything else? No, I mean, so jazz, I definitely think... I I kind of want to dive into not as definitely not as deep. Um, oh, hello! What happened there? I'm today Amber Alert. I think it stopped the stream too. That's okay. Oh, resume. There we go. All right. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. We had a had a thing happen. Um, but yeah, I, I I would like to get into like some more hardcore jazz because apparently there are just. From a music theory standpoint, mm-hmm. from you know what I've been watching, like it's just a bit more interesting. And now that I have a bit more perspective on that, mm-hmm. I think I can have more appreciation. Because before, when I listen to jazz, it's like it's so all over the place. What? It, there are times when it's just so all over the place that I really can't get into it. Interesting. Like there's too much. Like even you could say, oh, you know, they're improvising and that sort of thing. But sometimes, like even the improvising just doesn't sound right. On top mm. of like it just doesn't mesh well. Gotcha. But if you kind of dig a little deeper, yes, it does. Interesting. It's it's interesting. Okay. So, anyway, where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, we ready for a game? Yeah. 
We gonna play a game, guys. We got mixtape today. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, you're not on the box. What's that? You're not on the box. I don't. I have the cards ready to go. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> you are a strange one. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, is this the right one? Yes, I, I kind of had to screen these a little bit because I wanted some interesting answers. Um, yeah, I feel like we used to just pick because yeah, it's a large stack of right. cards. But then I noticed, like somehow, we were always choosing the same ones, yeah. even after I would shuffle them. Right, right. So anyway. Anyway, where do we want to start? Here, how about uh, would you... Would you like to explain the game? Oh, okay, so the game we're playing right now is Mixtape. This is a game that's available at Target. It's a card game a la Cards Against Humanity, but not quite. Yeah. Um, so the way it works is you draw a card, um, and it's going to give you a certain scenario that you have to match a song to, a, mm-hmm. a song of your choosing mm-hmm. uh, out of your own memory banks. Yeah. Um, whether you, you play that song or whether you, you just state that song is up yeah. to you. But essentially... Who, you could sing the song You could you sing want. the song. Essentially, whoever has the best song that matches that... Yeah, usually um, you play with a group. Yeah, whoever matches that um, gets the car. You mm-hmm. know, I guess that's their, the point... Perch point, point, system. <laughs> I can't talk. Um, oh, boy. So, yeah. Uh, so that's what we're playing. We play it a little differently. Yeah. When I say a little differently, we play it completely wrong. Yes. We just use it as talking points, really. Um, but, yeah, these are these are really interesting. Um, these are really interesting uh, scenarios. So, um, um, You are correct, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Thank yes. you. That is the correct... Thank you for for. <laughs> That's it's, a response from someone who's been listening to us. It's almost like I for said at least the past three seasons. <laughs> Not sponsored by mixtape. <laughs> Not sponsored by mixtape. Ray, that's why we're not sponsored by mixtape. I can't even say their name but right. Mixtape, get at us. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, we, we ready for this? I'm ready. Here, I'm gonna turn it over, and then you pick the. the oh man. Okay. You read it out. Okay. Okay, there we go. I just want to do it at random. The first one, play your favorite (coughs) slow dance love jam from junior high. Mm, From junior high. Slow dance love jam. Oh, junior high. You have middle schools here. Yeah, same deal. No, it's not. We don't. What what, what grades are junior high? Seventh and eighth. Okay, ours is just sixth, seventh, and eighth. Why are we putting children with us with the young adults? You could say the, the same thing teenagers. about you could say the same thing about, you know. That's like putting 12th graders in college. Which essentially is what you're doing on the first week of of college. No. Same thing goes for middle schoolers going to high school. No, I mean, no, no. No, no. You know, we had a we had a ninth grade center when that, I went to Yeah, high that's school. weird to me. You know? All right. Favorite slow dance Love Jam from Junior High. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I it's think probably I a Chris Brown song. Oh, yeah. I just got to remember if that was during my junior high days. You go ahead. Okay. So I know one for sure. Um, except I can't remember the name right now. I got I to gotta look it up. Um, but it's an Usher song. And the only reason why I know this one for sure is because I, re- re- I remember at one of my high school... Man. One of my middle school dances, 
which were a thing. Did you have yeah. junior high dances? Sure did. I don't know. That feel ten bucks. Yeah, uh, I can't remember how many how how much our our middle school dances were. Um, what is the name of that song? I'm trying to think of the year so I can accurate accurately find the song. So it was it was weird. So now that I remember what it is, it kind of is a strange song to have as a slow dance song. But everybody got on the well, everybody that had a girlfriend, because if you were single in middle school, which you probably should be, if I'm oh, honest, yeah. oh, but yeah. you know, you're like I want to hold her hand. <laughs> That's how I sounded in middle school, I guess. Um, Anyway, it's it's Usher, You Got It Bad. Okay, yeah. all right. So, I mean, there are points in the song where it kind of makes sense to be a slow love song. Um, especially the whole, the bridge of it where it's like, you know, look at your mate and help me sing sing my song. Oh, yeah. That part. Yeah. Um, but the, the premise of the song is you are with, you are with somebody, mm-hmm. but you are pining if you will for another somebody so it may not be the best possible love song out there that's for true. that slow dance that's true so um i'm trying to think what other slow i, I got slow, one for you, what you you're got? gonna what you got for me frankie J. obsession Ooh. yes yes Ooh. I, I was obsessed with that song ironically yes. enough i don't know why it was amazing. It was a good song. It was a very good song. But yeah, that is very junior high. Yes. And then, um, <coughs> We Belong Together by Mariah Carey came mm. out, I think, the tail end of like 2005-ish. So, probably yeah. like the summer right. of my last, uh, my last summer of like junior high. Um, let's see. There's an, uh... I'm trying to think what slow songs came out around 2004. Say, any... Oh, I was going to say, right, mine is 2005, so, you know. Um, oh man oh grind with me grind with me by pretty ricky mm, i don't know if you want grind oh, with stick, me stick with you by the pussycat dolls mm, okay all right yeah. hmm interesting yep there's just some oh byob <coughs> man that that is not a love song. I know at but all. I'm just now. I'm just reminiscing. Let's see. Ray, do you have any? You Ooh. have any good uh, junior high slow dance songs? I'm sprung by T Pain. Ooh, I think our video recording just died. It's okay. This is live. Yeah. So it's okay. Okay. Um. Let's see. Who else? I don't know. I'm sprung. Definitely. Maybe. I mean. Here's the thing. They would have played it, mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone would have slow danced to that. Eh, probably not. And it's, it's really not appropriate for a Let Me Love band. You by Mario. Yeah, there we go. That's the winner. Boom. I'm sorry. That's, that's Boom. it. Boom. Um, Man. Is that... Is this a, no, it's not necessarily a slow song, it, though. It is a slow song. It's, it's not a slow... It's not... It's a slow... Okay. Play your favorite slow dance love jam from Junior High. I'm just going to stick with... Uh, Frankie J's obsession. Yeah, that's good. Ray says we belong together as well. Yeah, it's a good yeah, one. That's a good, good. I feel like yeah, that's that's the most middle school safe song that you yes. could have put on at that time. Yes. I'm trying to look 
and see if there's anything else that's like a... Lovers and Friends by Little John the Eastside Boys with Usher and Ludacris. Tell me again. No, I remember that song for sure, but I don't remember Little John being in that song. Oh, yeah. He's, <coughs> he's a hype man. Well, of course, that's, that's his job. But, like, he has, like, a hype man, like, line. Mm, okay. Let me bring it to you one more time. Okay. Here, you can choose the next one, but I'll talk about this one. All right. So, what is the song that goes with your most memorable childhood music video? Song that goes with the most memorable childhood music video. Yeah. I guess what it's music got, it's, video? It's got to be that Tony Braxton one where the guy dies. And I realized just recently that that's probably why, you know, I'm I'm afraid to love a black guy because he's going to die in a motorcycle accident. Not all black guys <laughs> ride motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> My dad didn't ride a motorcycle, and I also wasn't afraid of him dying either. But for some reason, I realized irrationally that that it was a fear of mine when I was a child. What's that uh, Tony Braxton song? <coughs> Unbreak My Heart? <coughs> yeah, Unbreak My Heart. Good gracious. Yeah, that Yeah, that music video just... It just, I don't know what it has always stuck with me. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. It had the exact same vibe as, um, it had the exact same vibe as, what, what's the Celine Dion song? Oh, yeah, 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 the one we just reviewed. Yeah, I can't even remember the name. All Coming Back yes. to me, something it's like all that. Back, so coming back to me now. Yeah, um. I had one, and then I lost Ooh, that's it. that's a good one. Oh, Those are the we, no, we, we already talked about mine Yeah. Uh, in a previous episode. It will, It is and forever will be Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman oh, by yes. Brian Adams. Yes, I do remember you because saying. Because. That was his sexual awakening. That was, yeah, that was it. I was like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm feeling things. <laughs> <laughs> These are new experiences <laughs> for me. Um... Oh, gosh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It was just a really... I remember, like, I remember when we watched it and, like, it came up on the on the chart. Like, did it make sense to you? And like, I was like, how? No, how, you don't think so? I didn't get it, no. I mean... But I'm also not a boy. I'm not a prepubescent boy. I think it was just the the inclusion of lingerie. Oh, maybe. Okay. All right. And masks. Is what? Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. What? Anyway, next question. First date you've been on in five years. Mm-hmm. What song do you play that captures your excitement? You know, it's funny. Hmm. Had it been five years since I dated somebody? When we started dating? I don't know. You tell me. I'm trying to think. When we started dating? Oh, I've got one, and you may not like it. <coughs> no, go ahead, because I, I don't know. <coughs> I don't even know who it's by. Let's see. First date you've but been on But it is a country song. Oh, jeez. What song do you play that ca- captures your... Ex- so, no offense, but I don't know if I would have excitement. I mean, I would be mildly interested. Uh, but after five years going on a first date, I would probably be terrified. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. 
Hmm. So what 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 music or what song would match that energy? You think? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What would my playlist be like if I was getting ready for said first date? That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Hmm. I'll let you think. I got mine, and it's okay. terrible. Go ahead. And the name of the song that I would choose, that I that I think of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, it doesn't really apply to first date, but mm-hmm. it's still <coughs> still gonna make sense. Mm-hmm. Is um, it's called "I've Got a Brand New Girlfriend." Let me read just some of the lyrics here. Um, but for some reason, this song has always stuck with me for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. No, that's not what I wanted. What's the name of the song? The name of the song is I've Got a Brand New Girlfriend. And who sings it? I can't remember. Okay. But it is a country song. Dad, you'd pick Pony? He's all about business, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. He's like, you know what? This is not this date is transactional. <laughs> He's ready to go. <sighs> okay, well, while you, while you look up uh, who sings it, so the so, so, the thong the song the thong. that I okay. So while I'm getting ready for said date, because I would probably be nervous. Uh, and excited at the same time, I'd probably go with something that's familiar to me and comfortable. So it would probably be like some sort of like Bobby Brown playlist. Mm. Uh, so it'd probably be like my prerogative or something. So I could like, but only because I'd be like, okay, first day in five years, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna be me. I'm not gonna let him influence me. Oh, okay. okay. Or it would be like Whitney Houston. Oh, Bobby and Whitney. Uh, it would be Whitney Houston's like, um, want to dance with somebody. Hmm. Or, you know, something upbeat and happy and poppy. Yeah. I, I get what you're coming from. Like, right. you, you want to go into the situation. Like, I want to be like, comfortable. Yeah. So, I want to... Like, but I you, you want to, like, you don't want to be dictated. Right. I probably want to feel like I had control over, you mm-hmm. know, the situation. Right, right. Like, you you you, you want to be, like, level-headed. And yeah, yeah. Not just kind of... I don't want to be starry-eyed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Anyway... Uh, Steve Holly was the name of the artist Steve for okay. uh, for Steve Holly. It's spelled holy, but I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. Okay. But Steve Holly uh, okay. for I've Got a Brand New Girlfriend. I was going to bring up the lyrics, but... Uh, I, Are they that good? Mm, I've never heard the song. I'll read you the first couple of lines here. Because okay. it starts out pretty... It's kind of It's kind of got a funny... I'll just read you the chorus. Uh, I got a brand new girlfriend. We went and jumped off the deep end, flew out to L.A. for the weekend, spent the whole day lying on the beach wearing nothing but a smile, playing kissy-kissy, smoochy-smoochy, talking mushy-mushy about nothing. That makes me want to throw up. You have to listen to it during the... That's a good one. Return of the Mac is a good one. Return of the Mac is a... You know what? That used to be on one of my playlists back in the day. Okay, I will tell you something. There was a time... Um, there was a time when I was getting over a girl, uh-huh. and it took me a long time to get over her, which was, this was a stupid. High thing? This was this was like going into high school. Oh boy! Yeah. So okay. I, like this That's was like never completely. Good. This is you know I, I'm 
unjustified uh-huh. completely, but in my in my middle school to high school brain, it was like, you know, I was dying on the inside. Oh, but like when terrible. I was when I was like when I was like over it, and I was like, you know what, I got to do me. Mm-hmm. Return of the Mac was a song that was like, mind you, when MySpace was I a still thing. didn't date anybody for like at least a good three four years. After that, after that incident, so I didn't did even the date Mac this other girl. Actually, return, or was he just like, in a way, yes, but not to that. I feel like all of your extent. dating stories or your crush stories are really sad. Yeah, they all have a common theme. I did not realize that they also liked me too. <sighs> It, uh, mm. Anyway, I There's, thought it was there were some hilarious. of those, but not a lot of those. But anyway, see, some is more than one. So <coughs> to me, that's a little, anyway. a little weird. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh, Return of the Mac was like my second. So, "Want to Dance with Somebody" was my first MySpace music uh, song. Ooh, I remember. You that. know when you had to like set a song for your page. And then Return of the Mac was the second one, and that was probably the longest-running song I had. I thought I was so cool. Mm. I don't know why. Well, we all thought we were, like, computer programmers whenever MySpace oh, yeah. came around, because, like, we found somebody who knew how to code, and we're like... Or not even. We, yeah, we just barely, found, yeah. We just found, like, these codes. We yeah. looked them up online, and then we just copy-pasted yeah. them onto our things. That's when we then, really learned the value of copy and paste. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my MySpace was poppin'. Yeah. It was Mine was too. When I figured all that stuff out. That was anyway. hilarious. Um, okay, is it me or is it you? Uh, I... Oh, it's your turn. Okay, all right, one. here we go. I did the date one. All right, here we go. You enter a maximum security prison for the first time. If you can pick one song that tells the other inmates not to even mess with you, what would it be? <laughs> I got mine. I just want people to know there's nothing thug about me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's proven by the fact that I can't even think of a song that would make people not mess with me. Here we go. I will put you in the right frame of mind. Mm -hmm. There was a situation a few years ago Mm -hmm. where we we had a party. Mm -hmm. We were singing karaoke. Mm -hmm. And there was a young lady there. Oh, at my birthday did, party? Who did not know the boundaries. At my birthday party? Was it your birthday party? Or this was are you at, talking about a different... A, a different... This was at, at my parents' house. Oh, so. yeah, though. Okay, so different. But do you remember the situation? No. She was somebody else's guest. And she apparently placed her hands a little too close to some certain areas of my body. Oh, she was about to touch her butt! Yes. Oh. So go off of that feeling. Okay. Tell me what oh, you got. Oh gosh. I don't know. I was gonna say like Ray said, up in here by DMX, like. But I feel like that's not that's not hood enough for maximum security prison. Right. Well, I, I don't know. Mine. I mean, maybe if I started barking at people, they just think that I'm a psycho. So they sometimes that works. Alone. I'm sure sometimes that works. Uh, okay, you go ahead. Mine think. is going to be "Move, Bitch" by Ludacris. Ooh. 
That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> but I still, even, I still feel like that's not even strong enough. I'm trying to think back to like. You know what? Ooh, oh, hold on. Go ahead. Um, I feel like it should be like a mystical song. Or even it's just probably this- an Odd Future Wolfgang song. Excuse me? Yeah. I used to listen to Odd Future. I don't know who that is. I was very, uh, it's the group that Tyler the, Tyler the Creator. Oh, okay. Part. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Probably just the feature from the... From that Joe song, Stutter. Interesting. I don't know. It's, it, any, anything mystical or, or, or DMX is already very intense. That was the, the era of the very, very angry rapper. Yes. And like... Yes. I'm trying to... But yeah, probably something by them. Um, that oh, or, no. uh, or oh, yeah. Mama said, "Knock you out." I still feel like that's still too soft. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with John by Lil Wayne. Okay. Because AK47 is my effing address. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's. You know what's funny too? Uh, I was visiting my cousin Leah. Uh, <laughs> In, in Washington, and I was in, uh, I was at school in New York at the time. I was going to go visit her for, like, a month uh, during our Christmas break. And, like, we went, we were going, like, downtown to downtown Seattle with, like, some of her friends. And, like, like her friends were really cool, but one of them, like, I don't know. I just, like, felt the need to be, like, I'm not some, like, little child that mm. you're going to sit here and, like, annoy me. And so, we just were, like, going back and forth, like, sparring. Like, I had never been so quick-witted in my life. And literally, just the lyrics to that song came up. And I, and I literally looked him dead in the eye. And I was like, oh, yeah? AK-47 is my effing address. And he was like, Leah, is she okay? <laughs> is she crazy? <laughs> it's great. I do love that song, though. Okay. But John by Lil Wayne. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right, last one. I think it's you. You got the last card there. I do. And it says, Peering Through a Rainy Window Song. This is like such a... We just went from like up here to down here. I feel like this is easy as a Filipino child Mm. because all it does... Well, not all it does, but there is a rain season in the Philippines. And for some reason... The music from my mother, at least, remembering Rain Season, is like her favorite music. Hmm. It's weird. So. I don't know. It's so strange because I, kind of going through my dating history, like you Uh mentioned, I, I, I feel pretty adapt, pretty. (coughs) 
I feel pretty adept uh-huh. at like singling out. Like some of my favorite songs are really sad songs uh-huh. for some reason, for some stupid reason. Well, I mean, but for some reason, sad songs are so good. Yeah, it's cathartic. Yeah. So I mean, because some people don't let like the actual sadness like fully pull them down. Right. Do they just soak up the feels of it and then they're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Um, God, I can't think of it right now. Let's see. I, we we even covered it once, man. Hmm. I think rainy day. Okay. Um. Man. Uh, yeah. Um. God, I hope this is. Oh, okay. So back in the day, uh. That is not who I was looking for. So, there's a song by... Ooh, Dumpy. Uh, there's a song by... I think it's originally by Kylie Minogue, but Janae Aiko, mm-hmm. uh, before she was, you know, very well known, uh, she had she covered it, and it's called I Wish You Loved Me. Mm. And for some reason, when I was, like, 2009-ish... Uh, <coughs> My dad is watching, but oh well, I'm grown and married now, so you can't do anything about it. So, I dated this guy on and off in high school for like three years, and I literally, like, it was it was such a terrible, like, relationship uh, that literally I was just always, like, second-guessing. So then by, like, 2009, like, it was, like, completely, like, done with, like, right before my senior year. So that summer, I actually had gone to California and spent, like, the summer with my mom. And so uh, I just always was listening to that song. Not to, like, be sad or anything, but to, like, just remember, like, how that felt so that I wouldn't, you know, date or, you know, keep going after someone who clearly didn't like me. Mm. Well, not clearly didn't like me because he liked me, but clearly (coughs) clearly didn't value me. Mm. And I have a lot of value to bring to the table. So, sucks to be him. Um, but yeah, that's all. Uh, so for me, I have two of them. Mm-hmm. I have, the first one, for sure, is just a sad-ass song. Oh, no. Um, it's I Can't Make You Love Me. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't, I don't remember the... That's a good one. I don't remember the original um, artist, that's but... Um, oh, wait. George Michael's version, for some yeah. reason, is the one that sticks in my head. Who was that? <coughs> um, and that is just such a, a sad, sad song. It is a very sad song. Didn't we talk like, about it? I think a little bit. Like, Let me see. Like, I, I can't make you love me. Like, I can't make you love me Bonnie if you don't. I, yeah. But <coughs> Bonnie Raitt. <coughs> I can't make your heart feel something it won't. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn. That's terrible. Uh, And then the other one, it's a bit more of like, um, more of like a long distance longing type Mm -hmm. love song Mm -hmm. that's sad is Because I Love You by Steve B. We talked about this. This is a song that I grew up on because this is a song that my dad would karaoke all the time. Um, There's a revolving theme. Yes. AC has been around karaoke yes. his whole life. Yeah, and uh, a lot of uh, sad, sad songs there. Um, uh, 
Is there just something about Filipinos that want to inherently be sad? Sometimes, like that's. I mean, we are emotional people. We we are you know we get that from our Spanish ancestors. We just want to we we, <laughs> we want to feel we, all the we feels. want to feel. We need to feel <laughs> the emotions, the happiness, the sadness. I hate that your accent sounds Spanish and Filipino at the same time. It's kind <laughs> of See, there you go. It's accurate. Man, that's funny. <laughs> That's um, good, though. That's yes, funny. So, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we are going to review songs number five to number one. Um, yeah. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit special, but uh, we're going to take a quick break and take care of that. Okay? We'll be back. We'll be back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. What's up? Guys, we got songs number five to number one of the 1996 year-end Hot 100. We've got so many snacks on the table right now. You have a full box. Well, that was just to top off. You got a full box of Frosted Flakes. It's not real Frosted Flakes. Fake Frosted Flakes. We don't pay for that. H-E-B, if you want to sponsor us. (laughs) Hill Country Fair. Get at us. Hill Country. Well, that is H-E-B. I know. but yeah, guys, we got songs number five to number six. Or, wow, that's dumb. Five to number one of the Billboard Hot 100, 1996. You ready to get in? This is our last one. I'm not ready. You're not? I'd... Because I'll tell you why. <coughs> the last episode was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't really have too much of a problem with you know any of the songs on the list and where they ranked and mm-hmm. stuff. And usually by now... I'm already like, no, that was wrong. That's terrible. But I haven't had those feelings. Mm-hmm. At least for the past two episodes, I don't think. Yeah. So uh, so just a heads up. Uh, yes, the real Ray is here. I promise you, we've, we might even have to do a special episode just yeah. talking about the, the real Ray. Yeah. And the reason why you have to now be denoted as the real Ray. <laughs> But, uh, yes, we will talk about that. But anyway, we're going to do some reviewing. Um, so, yeah, so just to give you guys a heads up on the live, um, you will not be able to hear the songs because we want to avoid copyright strikes and that sort of thing. Uh, we encourage you to look them up. Yeah, look them up as on we're your talking own, about them. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, but you will see the music videos behind us now that I have that sort of technology yes. at my exp- disposal. Disposal, that's the word. Yes. Uh, okay, all right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. First song that we have on the list, number five, we have Always Be My Baby by no Mariah way. Carey. And number five? And number five. Oh, man. Assuming we can hear it. Volume on your computer? Oh, son of a gun. Every time. I think you did that last time. Yes, I did do that last time. So, um, listening, I love her. Listening to the intro of the song, seeing it how it was, it is an R&B song, and it had guitar, I thought it was a classic Babyface guitar and B situation. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I need to trademark that or something. Guitar and B. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. I do like that thing. Yeah, because I mean it makes sense, right? It perfectly describes what he does. Yeah, but it is not a Babyface song. It is a um, it is a Jermaine Dupree song. You know what? Jermaine Dupree has or had in that day like. The certain artistry that was 
because he worked with SWV. He worked with uh, that other group, the, the other girl group that we <laughs> we reviewed. Uh, uh, Escape. Yes. Is it Escape? Was it Escape? The one that Ti's wife was in. I, I think it's Escape. Okay. Yeah. So and he was like all up in their music videos. That uh, did, no, he that didn't did not land. Um, but yeah, Jermaine Dupri is awesome. I love him. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting an appreci- appreciation like for him. I feel like he's kind of underrated as a producer. Uh, I have to look into that. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so they've made a big deal on the Wikipedia page about how Mariah Carey was doing this whole double voice thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is that? Like, I thought it was like some weird singing technique. No, it's literally just her being her own backup singers. Why it's, is that a problem? I don't know. It's not. They're not saying it's a problem. Oh, okay. They were like praising her for it. It's like, oh my gosh, she's her own backup singers. I'm like, <coughs> so she has really like good an, vocal stamina. Yeah. and can sing her whole well, song without not, help. You don't even need vocal stamina if you're doing multi-tracking, which yeah, but like every what about live? Does. I don't think that's the case live. That that'd be very tough to do. But hmm. um, interesting. But her, her explanation for not letting somebody else do the backing vocals was mm-hmm. the background vocals are very important to her. Um, that's why I, I like to do them myself. I but mean, I that sounds like... like I've, I mean, if if you're trying to take control of your artistry, mm-hmm. then that's the way to go. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. always going to sound the way you want it to. Right. Because you have control over it. You know? Yeah, but I feel like, isn't that a little control freakish... Like it's, you, you I, can't it, trust somebody else. Like, but it's her I can, name. Like as a creator, yeah, like yeah, sometimes I, I'm very particular. But yeah, you're very particular. I don't even want to hear you talk about control oh, freak. Okay, well, but sorry. No, but I mean, it's her putting her name out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. People are gonna associate the song with her, not whoever's singing backup. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's like, I want to put the best foot forward that I can. Right. You know. Hmm. Yeah. So. Um, so this is actually Mariah Carey's eleventh uh, number one hit. I love her. That ties her up with, um, at the time, with Madonna and Whitney Houston. I was gonna say Whitney because I remember we talked about that. So yeah, that's a very elite club. Yes. To be a part of. Uh, um, do we think that Madonna should be part of that club? She, just for her longevity across, you know the. Not just the 90s, but the 80s as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. I feel like she had more time to accrue that number. But can we talk about the fact that her talent is nowhere near Mariah's or Whitney's? Yeah, she's just a bit more of like... Blah. Madonna is like the first half of Lady Gaga's career. Just like shock, shock, shock. Like yeah. Surprise. Yeah. But I feel like Outrageous. Lady Gaga has more talent. But yeah, and then Lady Gaga actually has talent. Yeah. But I don't know. Very unpopular opinion. I'm not a fan of Madonna, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Simply for the fact that I don't think that she's that talented. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, any final thoughts on the not song? sorry. Uh, I love that song. I don't care that Madonna's an icon. She's not talented. Yeah. I mean, you can be an icon and just be there. Exactly. You know? So, anyway... Coming up next, we have song number four. We have Nobody Knows by the Tony Rich Project. Who's that? So I'm not going to lie. So 
I thought this song was a babyface song when the first time I heard it. I don't think I know this song. No. Um, this song, I, I also grew up with this song as well um, because I thought it was a babyface song. I do know this song. Yeah. I thought this was babyface. I thought this was babyface too, but it's it's Tony Rich. And it's, it's so weird because, so Tony Rich... Uh, this song was not produced by Babyface, mm-hmm. but Tony Rich was part of the LaFace label. So that makes sense. There's influence. Um, he was nominated for the '97 Best Male Pop Vocal, but he lost out to Eric Clapton for uh, "Change the World," which was a Babyface produced yes, song. It so was. it's I don't know. It's interesting because um, it you can hear. I don't know. It, he sounds like Babyface. There's the cu- guitar in the back, like a Babyface song would have. So I'm just, I'm, I'm a little confused. He has a, a see-through. I love this sheer green blazer, green shirt. It's actually a button-down shirt. It's fantastic. Uh, kind of going back to when we were playing mixtape earlier. This is probably that perfect. All look of his shirts there. are see-through. I don't think I could ever no. pull off a see-through Look shirt. I don't think. I don't think he's pulling off that black one. It looks a little weird. The the blazer, the green blazery looking one, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of working for me. But anyway, um, like I talked about earlier, I love sad songs, and this is probably perfect for that card that we pulled earlier. Mm-hmm. Songs that you you know. When, when it's raining and you're looking out the window. This is that kind of song. Does this fall under songs like that are great when you hear them, but then you forget about them eventually? Like, I don't think I've ever actively sought out this song, even I, though I have. I have a long time ago. Like, even though I have a high appreciation for this song. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever actively sought out this song. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to be in a certain mood. A very, very sad, sad, sad mood. Which well, I was like, in the last time I'm saying, I like, I don't up. think I would remember this song to put on. You know what I mean? I, I think the only reason why I remember this song was because I thought it was a Babyface song. Hmm. But, like I said, it's, it's I mean, not. you could go down a Babyface wormhole, so... Yeah, you definitely could. Um, so this song topped the weekly Hot 100 at number two. Never hit never hit number one. Dang. Um, even though it's a, it's a great song. Um... That is and, a, it's, and it's only because the songs above it were that much more popular, and you might you might get upset as to what those songs are. I you have may a not. serious we'll question: see. Are they sitting in a feeding trough? Yeah, they were way ahead of their time. They're bathing together in a feeding trough. Have you not seen that video where people turn a feeding trough into a into a, a hot tub? No, they're ahead of their time. They turn a feeding trough. I hope there's like some sort of liner because that is metal. It's hot tub metal. Ow. I'll show you the video later. It's okay. not like a boiling situation, but <laughs> but still, there's. I, I understand your concern. Don't get me wrong. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Any final thoughts on that song? Uh, I really love that song. It's a great song. This it's a great this sad going song. Great. Yeah, I mean, we're in the top five, so you know, this is that's how it goes. I mean, um, sometimes it's not always the case. Uh, but did hit number one in Ireland, the UK R and B charts, and the US rhythmic charts. So it had a lot of success overseas. Interesting. Um, and then number sixty one, mm-hmm. um, number sixty one of the decade end. 
Hot 100. That's not bad. Yeah. The, the whole decade, yeah. at least he made it onto the list. But then it kind of goes back to what you were saying. Like, am I actively going to go look for this song? Is it right. good enough to be there if it's I mean, not I a feel song like, that... I feel like the spot that it's at, I'd have to see the other songs that it, like came uh, after it. Like right. the 70 to 100 right. of the dec- decade. Excuse yeah. me. All right. Next one. We have number three. We have Celine Dion. <gasps> Because you love Yes! Me. What is happening? This list is fantastic. 96, you're just killing it. Yeah. <sighs> I'm kind of excited what 97's going to have for us. My mom used to love this song. Even though she likes to deny that she didn't, that she... No, that's Mariah Carey. Oh, okay. She, yeah, wow. she's a Mariah Carey denier. Uh, but she loved her. She had the album and everything. Um, this song actually is really uh, nostalgic. For me, mm-hmm. simply for the fact that around this time, uh, there were some family situations happening mm. where some people were no longer in the picture, mm. and yeah. Mm. So whenever I heard the song, I just cried. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. So kind of <laughs> kind of funny you say that. Bittersweet. So I, I have a lot. I have a lot of information that's going to lead down to something that's going to match up to what you're talking about there. Okay. So, written by Diane Warren, okay. um, All right. who is just a giant in the music industry, mm-hmm. uh, songwriter, songwriters Hall of Fame inductee. Um, she's had nine songs hit number one. Nine songs that she's written hit the number one spot. First songwriter to ever have seven hits at the same time on the singles chart. What? Yeah, at the exact same time. What? Yeah, she's worked with a lot of people. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, so she she's just, like I said, just a giant in the music That's industry. That's amazing. Um, but a lot of people assume that this song is kind of written like from a lover to another lover. Mm-hmm. But it, she actually wrote the song uh, for her dad. Aww. Because he was always like encouraging her and that sort of thing, so... That's awesome. Yeah. So that it, is... And you could, it, it kind of puts the song in a completely different context. Yeah. You look at you it know? way differently. Right. Um, and then produced by David Foster, who we've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. Once again, just a guy... The guy's won 16 Grammys. Yeah. I, I think he knows He's, how to produce yeah, a song. he knows what he's doing. Yeah, so... Um, but this song has been praised as the wind beneath my wings yeah. of, of 96. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Man, yeah, I, Seven I honestly songs at one time. Yeah, I That's honestly insane. feel because we talked about that other song. What one? All coming back to me. Yeah, is that the name of the song? Something like that. That other coming Celine Dion back coming back to me now. Yeah, about how they wrote that to be like the ultimate love song. I yeah. feel like this one kind of fits the bill a little yeah. better. Yeah. So, man. This countdown is good, man. Number one, and number two, better be amazing. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. They better be amazing. We'll see how you feel. How are you gonna top those three? We'll see how you feel. Oh man. All right. I'm concerned now. I hope they're good. Number two, we have "One Sweet Day" with yes! Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. What Man. is beating this song? Oh, oh you may no. not. You may not be happy. Oh no. We'll see. We'll see how you this feel. This song literally used to make me cry all the yeah. time. I remember I had like a 
playlist uh, when Mariah when Mariah Carey did her little comeback in 2005 mm-hmm. with We Belong Together and Don't Forget About Us and all that stuff. Yeah. And it had like all of her like hits on it, mm-hmm. but all the slow jams, including this song. Yeah. And I was just like, the song is classic. This is such a good song. Amazing. Like, just what? And so, um, you go, Wanye. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, ranked first as one of the greatest collaborations according to a Rolling Stones poll. Yes. How do you feel I about agree. that? I agree. It, it's pretty like for, it's very for that iconic. time. Yeah, like absolutely. you have some you have some titans. Yeah. In this, but even now, like look when you think about Mariah Carey, like amazing talent, creativity, you know, like longevity, and even now, like I know she's had her flubs, but if you hear her sing live now, she's still amazing. Yeah. Boys to men, same thing. I think they can still kill it when they sing now. I think it's interesting. That you bring up her creativity because she actually. So, as far as songwriting credit, it's her, the producer whose name I can't pronounce. If you want to go look it up and try it for yourself, it's. <laughs> you do you, boo boo. Uh huh. But I'm not going to try that. And then, of course, the members of Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. So she and the producer actually started writing it, and she and she was like, "We have to stop. Uh huh. We have to stop writing it because I want Boys to Men." Mm hmm. To not only be on the song with us, yeah. but to actually help write the song. Yeah. So, and she had already I gotten like through that takes the first such verse. Good insight. Yeah, she already took care of the first verse and the chorus, and she's like, "I need, I want to bring them in, hmm. so we can make this this song it's the best it possibly can." But be. I feel like also like when they when an artist has a hand in making their song, they sing it so differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just more behind it. Oh yeah. Yeah, rather than just being a feature. Right. You know, because you, you can lay down a feature right. and just kind of... And is this Mariah Carey featuring Boys to Men? Or is it just Mariah Carey and Boys to Men? And Boys to Men. Okay, I was going to say, because that would make a huge difference. Right. You know what I mean? Simply for the fact that this is very much an equally sang song. Right. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So obviously this is a song about amazing. losing, you know, loved ones and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, uh, inspired by the, the AIDS epidemic. Mm, um, okay. And all that. See, um, but I feel like this is not like punch you in the faces about AIDS. We're yeah. bringing awareness kind right. of song. Right. I think it's a bit more, it, it feels more general than that. Yeah. But it, but it's still, it still packs a powerful punch. Oh, like. Yeah. I love the song. Yeah. Um, so good. I, I've talked crap before about how certain um, studio recording music videos are kind of lazy. Uh-huh. But, like, you're watching this this music video. Um, you watch this music video and you kind of think, like, I, you know, you kind of have to document right. occasions like this. Right. When you have Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. Two giants. 90s Boys to Men with all four yeah. of them. Yeah. Not today's Boys to Men where you only three. got three. Yeah. Um, all together in yeah. one place, you kind of have to, right? You know, document that sort of situation. Well, and so. I feel like kind of going along with that, they literally like it's them hanging out. It's them, yeah. You know, working on the songwriting. That, I don't know how actually candid it is, but it seems it feels very candid. yeah. It feels very candid and true to life. So, I mean, I can I can get behind that. Yeah, because there are some studio music videos that you can you, okay, yeah you can tell it's just staged, staged. yeah. But this one feels legit. Right. right. 
Okay. Man, that's awesome. Here we go. You're oh ready gosh. for the last Are we one? at number one already? We are at number one. This Guys, is the number, number one, one song. For the year end 1996. Um, 1996. Oh no, what is it? What is happening? What is this? We have number one, The Macarena. What? The Bayside Boys by what? Los Del Rio. What? Yes. Are you serious? I am 100% serious. Okay. All right. I feel like I would be more upset if it was like a dance that wasn't that popular. Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, of course. Is this the first time like a group dance has been on the billboard? I, at least for what we've covered, I think so, yes. Okay. All right. For the 90s. I would be upset. I genuinely would be upset if every time the song came on, I wasn't like, I'm doing this dance. Like, if this was one of those, like, group dances where you're just like, eh, I can sit this one out. Oh, it's time for me to take my little water break so I can get back to the dance floor. No. Every time the song comes on, you want to do this dance. Mm-hmm. Like For show, sure, for show. Sure. I was not expecting that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pretty iconic dance, too. Um, so, original song was composed in 1992 uh, when Los Del Rio went on a tour of South America uh-huh. and they saw this girl dancing and they actually, like, started singing to her. That's interesting. About how, like, you know, oh, you're moving and grooving. Yeah. And they're like, we should make a song out of that. That's hilarious. Um, they just changed the name to Macarena. Right. Um uh, there are different versions of this. Of course, yes. there's the original, which doesn't have this, you know, this beat in yeah. the back, the synthesizers and all that. There's this version, which mm-hmm. has the ladies, has the lady. Have we been doing the singing. dance all wrong? What do you mean? I think we've been. Oh, at least I have. I don't do the dance the same way they do. I think this is just for the music video. Well, you have to point out what we're doing differently. But That's so there's there's hilarious. this version where the where the ladies are where the ladies sings. Yeah. And then there's the all Spanish version where essentially mm. it's a cut of the original song but on top of this beat. Interesting. There's no female vocals in it. This is Speaking awesome. of the female vocals, this is a song about a woman cheating on her boyfriend who is getting drafted into the army. That's which is horrible. awful. So that is terrible. So Here, look, look. I think, yeah, there's there's something. Theirs is a little bit It's a bit slower. Sim- it's simplified. Yeah. Like, they don't do we the do whole it the flip right the way. hands yeah, over Yeah, we do thing. it the right way. Don't worry. Don't worry. We I do mean, it the right I'm, way. I think, according to the music video, we don't do it the right way. Anyway. Who, who what cares, is with sorry. this Marie Antoinette hair that that girl had? Who knows? Uh, anyway, so... I like the diversity in this video. This this song spent 14 weeks. 14 weeks? At the top of the Billboard Hot 100. 14 what? weeks. So to put that in perspective, all right, this is only, that's only trumped by three other songs. Uh-huh, and they are? One Sweet Day, which we just talked about. Yeah. 16 weeks at number one. Nice. Despacito. Despacito. I, I, hate, I hate how I said that. That song. Mm-hmm. Uh, also 16 weeks. Uh-huh. The longest running number one song of all time uh-huh. is Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Why did I think it was going to be something by Ariana Grande? 19 weeks. 
That's almost half a year. That's almost half a year that that song has been up there. And judging by how that insane, is a lot, how insane these school children go whenever these teachers yes. put on the the kids' bop version of it. Yes, uh, I, I I get it. I get it. I um, don't get it, but I I have witnessed it. Yes, man, the Macarena is number one. Number one, guys. Did you think coming into '96 that the Macarena was going to be number one? I didn't. What is happening? That's interesting. Yeah, I was not prepared for that. So no, I'm. But I'm you really, know what? I'm not that bothered by it. This are this, you bothered by it? I guess not. I mean, the Macarena the, has just as much, if not more, lasting power than the the other top five. I, I don't know. Yes, I do, Ray. But also, I was like four years old at the time, so yeah. You can't blame me for wanting to do the Macarena. I mean, okay. it was a fun dance, and everybody loved it. So, And I mean, people still love it. Yeah. And to put this in perspective, even before it got remixed to what it is that hit the number one, there were people requesting it in in clubs, the original That's version. That's weird. That's very weird. According to Wikipedia. Um, did people... Okay, so then I have a question about all other like dance songs. So like with the wobble, did... did I wasn't like a club person, so Me were neither. people like requesting the wobble in the club? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, really? I've seen it happen. What about the Cotton Eye Joe? I don't... Th- no. I no. went... Oh, I lied. I went to... Remember when Graham Central Station was a thing? Yes. In Pflugerville? Yes. They did play the Cotton Eye Joe, and... Well... Because I went to the gets, country room. Yeah. There's a country room in with there, a, so. With a friend. There was a country room and, in there. Yeah. R.I.P. Grand Central, Central Station. Station. But yeah, I went there with a friend one time, like the like third time in my entire life I had gone clubbing. Mind you, I was like 24, mm-hmm. 25, and that's the only song I knew that came on. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe that's why it's such an aversion to country music, because I was forced to club. I was lied to, and it was country music. Because there was nobody in like the hip-hop room. What was I going to do? Stand there, dance by myself? I would. But then again, the DJ I mean, looked like he was like, I just want to take a nap and get out of here. Anyway. Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seriously, though. Like, what do you think about the Macarena being I, number one? I, I think... It beat out Mariah Carey. Beat out Celine Dion. Beat out uh, Babyface Wannabe. And beat out Mariah Carey again. I've, that's my new rap name. Babyface Wannabe. <laughs> New mixtape dropping. Oh, um, no, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of quality songs. And that, I think the Macarena can still be relatively Stand quality. Its own. But, I don't know. I mean, clearly it stood its own. So, <coughs> I don't know. It's, I just was not expecting yeah. that. No, you, you wouldn't think that that's the way it would go. The Macarena, number one for the year 1996. Yep. So, guys, let us know what you thought about not just this list, but the entire season. season. Mm-hmm. 
all the entire Hot 100 of 1996. Or at least the top 40. Yeah. Because that's what we, we um, review. Tell us what you thought. Give us your opinions. Uh, you can do all that on our social medias. Um, STTC Podcast. On Twitter. Shot Through the Chart on Facebook and on Instagram. You can email us, Shot Through the Chart at sttcmedia.com. Through spelled T H R U. Um, we don't know what we're going to do. We don't have a fleshed out plan for uh, our, our last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're, we're going to make something happen next next weekend. Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Guys, if you want to check out our, we have a name. Uh, if you want to check out our, uh, my new project, uh, you guys can head on over to our STTC Media page. So we will see you next time. I'm AC Ponce. I'm Stephanie Ponce. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. See you. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.